to another episode of the Let's Talk with K podcast. I'm your host, Keela, your life and mindset coach. Today, this episode is being recorded during Mental Health Awareness Month, but also specifically, this is Mental Health Awareness Week. And it was only right that I come on here and let you know that it is okay to not be okay. And it is okay to ask for help when you need it. I think during this time of pandemic, of COVID, I'm happy that this conversation has been less of a taboo and has been talked about a lot more. I definitely think it started before COVID, definitely, but I think just COVID has definitely heightened the conversation because of what it's doing to our mental health. It's interesting because on one hand, I'm seeing that the mental health conversations are being highlighted, is being talked about, the conversations are definitely happening a lot more. But then on the other hand, I'm also seeing people still have that stigma around it, seeing people that don't really take it that seriously. So it's just interesting to see that something that is so important to talk about and to take care of is still in some cultures and in some people's minds that it's not that important. Me, I'm on the side where I say that your mental health should always come first above anything else. I'm on the side that says, let's keep having these conversations. Let's keep encouraging people to ask for help when they need it. Let's keep making people know that they don't have to be afraid of what is going on and that they're not alone. In some way, definitely, I see that stigma about it decreasing, but there's still many people who don't take it as seriously as it should be. And I just wonder if people have that stigma still because they feel like they've never experienced it or if they feel like they just don't understand it. But there is such a stigma around asking for help, the fear of asking for help, feeling like you're gonna be judged because you asked for help. When now more than ever, it is the time that we need to start asking for help when we need it. Laying down those fears, not caring if someone is gonna judge us or what they're gonna think of us, but doing what's best for us. Being able just to talk through what it is that you're experiencing, that you're feeling, that you're going through in a space that is non-judgmental, in a space that is caring, in a space that is that is there to support you. For me, this is important. If you hang around me long enough, you will know that I will always encourage my friends, my family to go talk to someone, to ask for help when they need it. And it's important to me because I know what it's like know what it's like to have those feelings, know what it's like to be mentally not in a good place, but being afraid to ask for that help. Between the ages of 16 to 18, I suffered with severe depression. You know, there's different types of depression. There is situational depression. There is chronic depression. There is major depression. There is um, seasonal depression. For me, I went through depression where A lot of it had to deal with a lot of pain that I was feeling, feeling alone, feeling isolated, feeling like I didn't have anyone to talk to, anyone who understood me. Um, Very situational depression, always feeling I had to be on top of things, always feeling I had to take care of everything. And it just left me in a very dark place. And so because of everything that was going on, I didn't have anyone really to talk about those feelings or those thoughts that were coming up and how I really felt. I knew that I wasn't okay, but I still did not know how to ask for that help that I knew that I needed. I didn't know how to ask for it because of that fear. Fear of what people were going to think, 
fear of being judged. So in a lot of ways, I didn't know how to ask for help, but I was crying for help through my actions, through my behavior, through the things that I was saying without actually directly saying, I need help. I need to talk to someone. So a lot of the things that I was doing, a lot of things that I was hiding from, a lot of things that I was running from, my actions, my temperament was all a cry for help, but I didn't know how to say it. It also didn't help that, you know, being called, oh, you're crazy, you're too sensitive, you're too emotional. So a lot of those things actually kept me even more hidden, even more fearful about asking for help. However, the thing that I knew to do was always pray, always ask God for help. And it's interesting because in some Christian homes, therapy, counseling, coaching, all of those things are usually very taboo. And that is also another reason why I didn't know how to ask for that type of help because it wasn't talked about, really. I wouldn't say that it was looked down upon, but I wouldn't say that it was heavily encouraged either. You know, one of the things that I always thank my mom for is the fact that she taught me how to pray. She taught me how to be honest with God. She taught me what it's like to call on him when you need it. So that is how I knew how to ask for help. And to be very honest with you, I wouldn't change a thing about that just because I know that he's always there with me and he's always guiding me and he's never left me nor forsaken me. But eventually I did inquire more about therapy. At that time I tried it. I started to go to church more and not because anyone forced me to, not because every, anyone was like, you just need to pray about it. You just need to go to church is because I knew God would always be my foundation. So I did it for me, but deep down, I always knew that God was with me. He was on my side and that I could call out to him, even if everyone else around me didn't understand. So I slowly started to ask for help. You know, I would go to church with my aunt if she's like, hey, do you want to go to church today? And then I would sit back and be like, you know, Akila, no, go because it will help you. And you know that. So I started to make little changes like that. Was it easy? No. When my mom would go to church, I'd be like, okay, I'll go with you. And then I started to say, you know what? I want to go to therapy. For me, these topics were never taboo. Though they weren't talked about, they were still things that I believed in. There were still things that I saw so much value in. So then I started looking for a therapist and looking for a therapist can be hard because there are so many to choose from. There's so many counselors to choose from. And it's like, okay, where do I even begin? But eventually I did find one. Did it last long? Not really, just because I felt like there was still something missing in our connection and me and my therapist that I was like, okay, it's not that it's not helping. I just, this isn't the right fit for me. And that's something that's important is to know that find the right fit for you. When it comes to your therapist, your counselor, your coach, find the one that you can feel the most comfortable with, that you can be the most vulnerable with. Eventually I did stop going. I wasn't in that dark place as I was before because number one, I was always giving my heart to God. Number two, because I was trying therapy and it did slowly bring me out of it. There were still things that were lingering though that I definitely knew that I need to talk about. So then eventually I did find a therapist that I connected with, that I felt comfortable with. I've been going to her for I think about two years now and I'm in a much better place in my life. 
but I always know that therapy is there and I don't just use therapy when something is wrong. Sometimes if I just need that space to talk something through to help give me clarity or just clear my mind of what is going on, I I go see my therapist to just help me understand it a little bit better. It's been the most helpful experience for me and I know that I need it. I started taking more time to journal. So a lot of what I was doing when I was younger as well through my depression was journaling and I look back at it now and I'm like, maybe I did know how to help myself more than I gave myself credit for because I knew how to journal. I knew how to get my thoughts out. I just didn't know how to speak it. I knew how to write about it. I just didn't know how to say it. I knew how to cry. I mean, I'm a crybaby, so definitely good at that. So, But I always knew that I needed someone else to help me as well, that I didn't know everything. So I say all of that to say that it is okay to not be okay and it is okay to ask for help. There's no judgment in that. It is okay. That's why therapists are there. That's why counselors are there. Like, I feel like we're at a point, especially with COVID and this pandemic, where it's okay not to pretend anymore. It is okay to say exactly what is going on with you and not be judged for it because we're all experiencing different things at this moment. Like I mentioned, I still see a certain stigma around therapy and coaching and counseling. And I just wonder why sometimes. Why we still are so afraid to admit how we feel when we have all of the information out there. Where we have more people being honest about where they are in their life, where how they're feeling, what they're going through. And questioning that, I started to think, is it because I put myself in those places to understand, to see a different way, to appreciate and value asking for help, going to therapy, getting coach? Is it because I go and look for that information or I follow people that have that information is the reason why I don't have that stigma or see it as something that is not okay. Is it because certain people place themselves in those positions to want to know more? To change their perspective around mental health and the conversations around it. Whereas some people don't. Some people would rather stick to the information that they feel like they know. Some people would rather walk around and and avoid these things. And maybe it's because it, it does make them uncomfortable. Talking about how you feel, talking about what's going on with you isn't always the easiest thing to do. For some people, it might be, and for others, it may not. You know, even in some religions, we still have the topic of if something's wrong with you, just pray about it. Just go to church. The moment you bring up therapy, counseling, coaching, it's like, what? Excuse me? No, you don't need that. Just go pray. Just go to church. 
and I'm sorry, I believe in both. I say pray about it. I say let your heart out to God. I say go to church, but I also say go to therapy. I feel like also some things that block people from going to get that help is cost. You know, we try to encourage people to go do these things, but we also have to factor in that there is a cost to it. That sometimes these things are outside of our price range of what we can afford. And for some people it is, but for some people they use that as an excuse. The excuse of, well, I just don't have the money this month. But is it because you don't have the money or you're just not willing to put it aside to get the help that you need? What can you stop buying in order to put that money aside to go to therapy? And obviously I'm not speaking about everyone and I understand that we are all in different places. But there are people who say they don't have the money and it's not because they don't have the money. It's just they don't want to put that money into therapy, into coaching, into counseling, whatever they may need at that moment. They would rather spend money on things that they actually don't need rather than putting that money aside to get the help that they may need. But sometimes we have to be able to to save to invest in the things that will help us mentally, emotionally, physically, put that money aside to invest in maybe that gym membership that you say that you need that helps you mentally. Put that money aside to invest in that therapy session that you may need in that moment. You know, there's different ways that people take care of their mental health. A lot of people go to the gym because just being able to work out, just being able to move their body is a form of therapy. It is a form of taking care of their mental health because it puts them in a position where they can just focus on them in that moment. It slows down the thoughts that they may be going through, whatever it is that they may be experiencing in that moment, and really just dedicate that time to them. Maybe even, you know, having that community within the gym helps them. That is a form of therapy as well. But we have to get to a point where we just say, you know what, I need help. And then find what works for you. For you, it may not be sitting down in someone's office and speaking to them. For you, it might be the gym and finding that community and being able to talk about things there. For you, it may just be going for a walk and journaling outside. Maybe you're a singer. Maybe you get your thoughts out through your singing. That is therapeutic for you. Meditation is a form of therapy for a lot of people. Whatever it is, find what works best for you. There are so many resources that we have now. One of the things that I love too is the fact that we can do therapy virtually. I know for some people it doesn't work, but you can even do phone calls. You know, there's better help online, which is really good as well. I heard it's amazing. If I didn't have my therapist already, I definitely would have looked into that a lot more. But the thing that I want you to understand is that it's okay. You don't have to pretend. You don't have to act like everything is fine. You don't have to be strong all the time. And trust me, I'm one of those people who 
always felt like I had to be the strong one, that I could not break down. At some points in our lives, we all need to understand how we are feeling, to voice our thoughts, voice our feelings. And that actually brings me to another point is that a lot of people feel like because you talk about how you feel or talk about what you're going through, it means that you're trying to stay in that place. It means that you're just complaining and harboring over it. And that's not the case at all. Sometimes the only way to get unstuck is to be able to talk about what it is that you're going through. So friends, I just wanted to come on here, especially during this month, and just let you know that you're not alone. It is okay to ask for help. It is okay to find something that is therapeutic for you, that you don't have to pretend to be okay. And that there are plenty of resources out there to help you. You gotta want it for you though. You gotta be willing to invest that time, that energy, that money into getting better for you. And always remember that, that getting help isn't just for other people, it's for you. It's so that you can be the best version of you, so that you can connect more to you and who you are, to understand things about you, to be able to appreciate and to love you. You gotta want it for you. So if you are that strong friend as well, from strong friend to strong friend, I'm here to tell you, find something that's therapeutic for you if you need it. If you need to talk to someone, go find that person to talk to. It's okay that you don't have to be the strong one all the time. I hope this helps you to know that you're not alone and it's all right to talk things through. It is okay to talk about how you feel. It is okay to talk about what it is that you're going through at the moment that may feel a little bit challenging or that may feel a little bit hard, but also to know that you don't have to go through it alone and there are people there to help you. So friends, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode with me. Let me know what you think. Let me know what has resonated with you. Feel free to reach out to me on Instagram, on Facebook, and let me know what you think. And let me know your thoughts around what is therapeutic for you you know, seeking therapy, counseling, coaching, whatever that may be for you. Let's have that conversation. What has helped you? Or are you that person that's now starting to be like, maybe I should go talk to someone. But just know wherever you are in that process and figuring out what is for you, what works for you, just know that you're not alone and that I'm right here with you. There are many people across this world that is right there with you. God is right there with you. So let me know your thoughts reach out to me. So friends, thank you for tuning in and I will see you in the next one.